Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. There is no more room at the inn. The live animal crib outside Dublin's mansion house has been, um, look, it's been there for 27 years. But the Lord Mayor has made the decision to cancel the event, to cancel the live animal crib element of the event. And a lot of uh, parents getting in touch with us here today, people who go to the live crib every year, people quite disappointed about it. Do give us a shout if you want to talk today. But Dermot Lacey, who's a Labour councillor for Pembroke and Dublin City Council, he's a former Lord Mayor as well. He's on the line. Dermot, do you support this decision? Well, it's not a question whether I support it or not. It's it's entirely a matter for the Lord Mayor. And the reports in the paper uh, this morning were somewhat inaccurate. There was no motion brought to the protocol committee. There was no vote at the protocol committee. Uh, there was a, a discussion, I'd say, that lasted about two, three minutes at max, in which the Lord Mayor simply said that she was uh, not having the uh, live crib this year and she was going to try something new. Now, so there was no discussion at all? No, nobody else I, got I a say that, or was consulted? Well, you see, the, the, what happens in the mansion house is the business of the Lord Mayor. Uh, it's her home uh, during the, the course of her term of office. And uh, the the crib was an initiative of the Lord Mayor of of, of the day. Uh, if I was Lord Mayor today, I would be having the crib. With the live animals now, Dermot? I would be having the crib with the live animals. I, I never... I never felt any sense of um, difficulty or uh, animal welfare concerns. But it's important to say that it is the Lord Mayor's decision and she is trying something new. And I'm not going to criticise the Lord Mayor for trying something new. It's important that we have new ideas and different ideas. Uh, so the only honest way I can answer this question is, if I was Lord Mayor, I would have it. But I respect the right of the Lord Mayor to try something different. And just out of curiosity, you, you can just throw out tradition of 27-odd years for really no reason, because I, I listened to the Lord Mayor on breakfast this morning and I thought initially when I heard this story, oh, it's to do with animal welfare or animal, you know, some concern about that. It's nothing to do with that at all. It's nothing to do with animal well, welfare at all, she said well, today. I think, first of all, in a city with the history of Dublin, 27 years, it's, it's relatively a new innovation. Having said that, I do respect tradition and I do respect the need to sort of honour the past and to honour what, what, what took place in the past. But it's also important to try new ideas. And in that respect, you know, I, you know, the Lord Mayor has my understanding uh, on this issue. It's not a question of whether I support her or not, because I don't have a vote on the issue. It's not a matter for, for me. Uh, some councillors expressed uh, a welcome for us. Uh, one or two councillors expressed um you know, disappointment. But that was it. I mean, it, it, we moved on to next business. In fact, it was the last item of business, I think, on, on the protocol agenda yesterday. Um, for anybody out there listening to us today, if you are a regular at the Mansion House for the live crib, give us a shout, 1800 453 because I, I know we got a, quite a number of emails in, actually, Dermot, about this this morning from people and parents in particular who were, you know, uh, fairly disappointed to hear this news. Patricia's on the line. Um, Patricia, are you disappointed? Afternoon. Uh, no, not at all. I don't think really there's uh, a place in society for uh, wild, uh, sorry, farm animals to be kept in such an unnatural surroundings, just purely for our entertainment. So, you, so it's pure. Your decision is down. Your um, your rationale is is based on you just don't like the idea of animals I, petting I at a you know even similar to a petting farm or a zoo or anything like that. I think a pet farm and a zoo and a, a zoo would be very different. Um, you know, the the 
this manger is very small. It's a confined space. Um, you know, even when you look up the policy that the ISPCA would hold on this, I mean, they, their statement in one of their policies is that the animals should be in their natural surroundings, not in zoo-type enclosures, um, and that they're opposed to uh, exhibits and presentations of wild animals but and circuses and travelling the, 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 These animals go home every evening, Patricia. They go back to the farm. That's not and... the point. It, it's, you know, they're there for, you know, what, how many hours a day? Seven, I think it's a sort of a, a nine, nine to five kind of a thing. It's for well, that's eight hours a day in a very enclosed space. They've no way, um, you know, to get away from the the gaze of people, the noise, the lighting. Um, it's just not a natural environment for them. Um, you know, I, I I would have I wouldn't take my own child to see it. Would I just you think not? it's okay. wrong. No, I wasn't. Was, was that a concern, Dermot? The size of the the space at all over the years. Well, I, I, I've never heard any concerns expressed about the welfare of, of the animals in the crib. The IFA uh, were always there looking after them well. They seem to me, I'm no expert, they seem to me to be well looked after. Um, I, you know, maybe there could be a rotation of them or something. But I think it was also an education to young people, particularly young people from urban areas on farm animals. And I think that was a useful thing. Uh, and I think we need to be careful about not throwing out if you want the baby with bathwater. Um, it did have a value. It had a charitable value. It had an educational value. I believe the animals were well looked after. But but I do stress that I also welcome, you know, innovation and new things being tried out. Uh, and I think the Lord Mayor should commend us on that aspect of it. Uh, I did bring my children there. Of course, I, I, I lived there at one stage. My children saw it. And I saw the thousands of children who did go to see it and did enjoy it, and it was very much part of people's Christmas tradition. Mm. Well, I think the novelty of farm animals, right in the, you know, in, in Dublin city centre, it's such a unique experience. But would you? Yeah, be... I, I mean, I'm just, I mean, p- perhaps one, you know, innovation that could be done for next year, and it could still be done under under the Lord Mayor of the day, is why not have the crib in St Stephen's Green, which is just a few yards from the Mansion House, okay. and sort of rail off a small part of the land so that the animals did have a little little bit more freedom okay. to take would, them board your, your callers. Yeah, farm. would you support that, Patricia? Would you think that's a better idea? Yeah, I would support that. If they have enough space to roam, um, I, I think that would be a much better idea. Uh, Melanie Finn is the entertainment uh, correspondent with the Irish Independent. Melanie, you're, you're a parent um, as well, and I believe a regular at the live crib. Are you disappointed? I was disappointed. And myself and my colleague, Amy Blaney, were writing about um, the, the piece in the Irish Independent today in relation to this decision by the Lord Mayor. I was disappointed because there's so few events, Andrea, that are free for children and for families, especially in the run-up to Christmas. Absolutely. We're in the middle of a cost-of-living yeah. crisis. And things for Santa Claus, things for Christmas, Yuletide, you're bombarded with them. Even now they're sold out. It's crazy. It's crazy expensive. This was one of the few free events been running for 27 years without any incidences, any hitches, and suddenly the plug has been pulled. Um, I was very disappointed to see this, as I wrote in the Irish Independent piece today. Um, we, have, we went there last year, middle of COVID, it was all outdoors, it was lovely. It gave my three kids an experience that they hadn't had during those two years of lockdowns, when our youngsters were deprived of so much. It also brings the idea of Christmas and nativity back to its, 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 its Christian roots, so to speak. There's no sign of the jolly man in the red suit. It's 
completely mm. devoid from commercialism, from the excess consumption that so many families have to buy into every year in the lead up to Christmas. It was a lovely event and it was very well organised. It's organised by the Irish Farmers Association professionals. There were stewards there. There was perspects there last year as mm. well, Andreas. So people are being a bit disingenuous um, and there was perspects there last year and it didn't take away from the experience. My boys loved it. We also stayed on in town. We did some shopping. We spent some money. Spent money and yeah. this is the kind of thing that Dublin City Centre needs at this time. So I have to say from a personal perspective, you know, I was very baffled. Um, I haven't spoken directly to the Lord Mayor about it. It was, it was my colleague Amy Blaney who wrote the original news piece today. Um, and obviously it's got a huge reaction, especially for families. Like I say, it's such an experience expensive time of year for families. Yeah, well, that's the I can't it's a free stress thing. that enough. Uh, and it was a free thing and it was well organised. Yeah. So I don't understand if there was some incident that led up to this decision, it would make more sense. But I would be curious okay. as to the reasons behind it. Well, a text in here too from another listener, Melanie, like you, who says, we're from Kerry. And one of the highlights of the trip every year to Dublin is to go up to visit the crib, the live crib with the animals before Christmas. I'm devastated to hear that it's going to go, says this listener. Um, Brian is with us as well in Tipperary. Um, Brian, do you support the decision to get rid of the live crib? No, I don't in the least. And thanks for having me on the show, Andrea. No, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's absolutely crazy. Now, I'm in a privileged position where I can look out my back window and see in the field behind the house sheep or cows or things. But here we're talking about Dublin City, where there are children growing up who don't know anything about farm animals. And we live in a country which has a rich heritage of agriculture. And we have children growing up with zero contact with, with agriculture, with animals, and even any idea of where food comes from or how food mm. is produced, whether that's a vegetable or whether that's an egg that they think comes from a supermarket in a box. So at a very basic level, it's a huge educational opportunity for families and children to go and interact with an animal. But I'm also coming at it. I've, I've worked at Christmas grottoes with farm animals. I worked okay. for a petting farm in County Kilkenny um, for a number of years. Yeah. And... From, from from my direct experience, I know that you're not just getting a, a, a crook and grabbing a sheep around the neck and hauling it into your trailer and bringing it, bringing it in. You're, you're, you're purposely selecting animals that you know have a kind temperament and that you know love the attention. Animals love attention. They love having mm-hmm. rubs and scratches and, 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 and seeing people. And if you have a grumpy donkey, you don't bring it lest it would bite a child. You know, you have a bit of common sense. Yeah. And the other piece is... You know, your previous caller was was criticising the fact that you know animals are there for seven or eight days, uh, sorry, seven seven or eight hours, hours a day. Yeah, yeah, because they go home each day. You, so. Yeah, you go home each day, and the next day you'll bring different animals. They're not the same animals, mm. trolled in, trolled out day after day. You know, they 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 actually probably have better working conditions than most of the workers looking after them. So I I think it, I think it's absolutely crazy. Particularly, there was no. Seemingly, there was no rational thought behind the decision. And trying to say COVID was the reason, I think, is just farcical now at this stage. Well, Dermot, Dermot made the point earlier. Dermot's still with us. He's a former Lord Mayor. And Dermot was making the point that, like, so basically, Dermot, you can just decide as Lord Mayor to scrap any previous traditions that have been in place and have done well and, you know, that have been widely, warmly accepted. And then equally, you can bring in new ideas or initiatives as well. 
Well, you can't scrap anything uh, from the past, but you can scrap things in relation to the mansion house because that's your home that's for your the year. Right. And I, I mean, I, of course you need to be careful and considerate about things that have happened in the past. And as I said, I would have personally uh, kept it to crib. But I do respect the role of the Lord, the right of the Lord Mayor to determine their own programme of activities. I would not have welcomed a direction from the City Council as to how I should behave as Lord Mayor when I was Lord Mayor. In my job was to try and use my judgment on issues as best as I could. And what if the judgment uh, isn't right? Well, what well, if the judgment is utterly again, utterly at odds with, I mean, with everybody I, I, else? I, I, Andre, I, you know, I, I, I don't mean to give you a flippant answer, but I mean, I think most of the decisions made by Leo Varadkar and Michal Martin are, are not good decisions. Uh, but they are the they are the Taoiseach and the Tonish, they were elected into those divisions yeah, do to do a job. The Lord Mayor, uh, Caroline Conroy, was elected in to do a job. And, and I have to respect that democratic uh, election and her right to, to do her job the way she did. I probably did the job during my term differently from what other people right. would do. I was very, very, very political, Lord Mayor, and I made no apologies for that. Okay. Other, other Lord Mayors would, would be less political than, than I was. Yeah, it, it is a very good point, um, Brian, yeah. that you made around the idea of the kind of, the, you know, the life size, the stable, the sheep and the goat and the donkey all there and, you know, kids particularly from the city centre that might rarely or never get an opportunity to, to see live animals in the flesh and, and getting that opportunity to do that. And I can tell you from the text line that is very dis- uh, disappointing according to the, a lot of the views from our, our parents here today. Um, Melanie, one of the things I suppose that people are kind of a little bit fearful now is that like once the the live crib element goes it's just gone forever well that's it because it it creates a precedent doesn't it you know and after her tenure you know the new lord mayor may decide yeah let's not bring it back again and like what they want to do andrea i believe is recreate an activity scene dating back to 1715 this is when the mansion house was first built um, so dating back 300 years, uh, you know, obviously without seeing it um, in effect, we don't know what that is going to be like. But I don't see why you can't do both. Like, why the reasons behind this sudden decision? Um, it's it's very baffling and people are really upset about it. Like, it is part of people's Christmas traditions. Um, like I said, I went in to see it last year, but I've gone in to see them previous years. And those animals... Like, that stable they're in, it's like a VIP area for animals. (laughs) Like, they are so well-fed, so contented, so placid, like your caller said. Um, So I wouldn't like to to get into the animal welfare issue, you know, where democracy, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, But, like, honestly... They are so well treated. Um, it was a joy to see them in such good conditions. You can go to any field in rural Ireland and see some, fam- you know, some animals who might not necessarily look as happy as those those particular farmyard animals. And it does give kids from Dublin an opportunity to get up close um, to, to farmyard animals like this. And also it brings it back to the Christi- Christian idea behind Christmas. Well, if your own kids are disappointed about this today, if you as a parent, like Melanie, were planning to go again this year to see the live crib at the Mansion House in Dublin, um, well, maybe maybe you're like Patricia, you're not a bit disappointed, you think it's a great idea. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. A little earlier we were talking about the, the live crib 
at the Mansion House in Dublin being cancelled. The crib's still going to be there, but the live pets, which were, look, we'll, let's call it what it is, the big attraction, um, they're not going to be allowed or not going to be part of the live crib anymore. And there's a lot of mixed reaction to this today, but the vast majority of our texters um, are disappointed. Parents not happy who bring the kids for the past 27 years to this crib and now there's not going to be any animals at it. Uh, Fianna Fáil councillor Rachel Batten um, is with us on the show. Rachel, you got in touch. You remember the, the council's committee, uh, the protocol committee dealing with this. You're on the committee, but you must be in the minority of people then who actually oppose this decision from the mayor. Well, I think I think probably the lack of communication was probably one of the key issues. Um, certainly, I think I I probably I'm I'm not opposed to it in outright, but I think better communication. But I think as a council, this is something that has in, has impact on the city. It impacts on um, to tradition of the city. It's been going twenty six years. And I think to make a decision six weeks before Christmas, um, first of all, for the providers of the service, I think is probably um, a little unprofessional. But secondly, I think the views of your uh, texters might be reflective of uh, Dublin City. I'm just a little confused, Rachel. Sorry. So should the animals be part of the crib, yes or no? Um. I I think there's probably a place for them. I think we could probably do something like a reduced hours for them, but I definitely think they're they're a lovely feature. Um, certainly there is a vet minding the animals at the live crib, so I put confidence in the professionals that are there looking after the animals, and certainly there was no concerns raised by them. So the donkey and the sheep and the goat should stay? I, I think so. If there's a... If there was a decision that maybe they were there for a reduced period mm. during the day, I certainly wouldn't be opposed yeah. to that. So, what, do you think the do you think the the the, the, uh, the Lord Mayor, the current Lord Mayor, should she reverse this decision? I think she should have brought it out to consultation of uh, the public in general. I think this is very much a feature that the public uh, avail of, and I think having a decision made without their input is a bit disappointing. As councillors, we're here to represent the public and where specifically it's a feature for the public. It's an activity that they use. I think even a brief consultation or some sort of engagement should have taken mm. place. Um, Dermot Lacey was with us a little earlier and he made the point that it's it's the Lord Mayor's prerogative. You know, the, the Lord Mayor can decide to, to make this decision and he didn't want to kind of interfere in the democratic process of all of that basically kind of sitting on the fence about it but you you think that the mayor should reach out to the public and hold a consultation period is there time for that um well it depends on what way you can do it but certainly in an era of online accessibility i certainly think you can do things via online a survey very easily in a very efficient time and i definitely think we probably as a council need to be better engaged with the public to ensure that their view is coming across Certainly what I'm hearing from people today is that they're disappointed in it. Um, I haven't heard very many positive uh, responses to this. Yeah. Um, and No, continue, go on ahead. And it, 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 Councillor Lacey is correct, and I suppose we take that view. Um, it is the Lord Mayor's prerogative. Um, I suppose the difficulty is there's a Lord Mayor every single year, and are we going to be chopping and changing mm. 
uh, these key features every single year when there's a different uh, Lord Mayor in place. And I suppose that's probably the key at that as to ensure that the public's voice is heard as opposed to one individual's. Okay, yeah, so bring bring the animals back then. So this texter though says, I'm really glad the live animals no longer um, will be part of the city centre crib. It's not their ha- their natural habitat. Humans continue to put their enjoyment before animal welfare. Trish has got in touch. She says, Dublin life and culture is ebbing away faster than we can ever imagine. The Lord Mayor's decision to scrap the live crib is incredibly lacking. Um, I think it's very unfair and I think absolutely the decisions of the public shouldn't be ignored. Look at O'Connell Street for instance um, and the various different issues going on there with regards to antisocial behaviour. Domesticated animals, as another texter, enjoy social interaction. The live crib is an opportunity for city kids to have supervised loving interaction with the pets and Brian in Dublin says this has let's go the whole hog and have a real newborn baby in the crib. Keep the entire thing really authentic. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.